0: Let's talk movies. Let's talk movies with Ricky Downs. Yeah,
1: so um, I, I want to talk about this because obviously, I mean, I did go to film school. I mean, so I should probably talk yeah, about it. Yeah, there we go. You're like an expert in this now. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm just wondering, have you, there are two, I mean, we live in a crazy time of films right now where almost everything seems to be a superhero movie. I was going to say we live in a crazy time where everything's CGI. Oh, my So there's that. I don't want to talk about that.
0: Well. I want to talk about that. I do want
1: to talk about that. <laughs> it's a seen, fascinating thing. Have you seen the new Star Wars trailer? Of course I have. What kind of nerd do you oh, take me boom, for? Boom, boom, boom. It was uh, incredible. I want to.
0: I want to know what your thoughts are on the exhaust ports for the lightsabers, and it may- gives them the nice hilt.
1: Um, I think it's, I think it's. It seems like you're putting a hat on a hat with that. Hey, two hats are better than one. Maybe I. I think I think it looks a little silly. It reminds me a lot of, like the double blade, which I thought was. I, I think that was a bit over the top because there's no functional way for that. Yeah, because it, it just seems like it's a way to actually cut your fingers off by accident. Yeah, <laughs> which
0: uh, we got a little more than that with Qui Gon. Yeah.
1: Oh, oh. Yeah, <laughs> but I will. say, You talk about CGI. I will say this: um, that I, there's a great. I remember seeing some movie critics saying how uh, already this trailer too much CGI. Have we learned nothing? And then J.J. Abrams was at a celebration, Star Wars celebration. And that little R two D two soccer droid uh, I'm, I'm comes out. It's a practical effect. It's a real robot. Ah, I love it. Yeah, he came awesome. Out. And there's a great. There was a really great. Um, he was doing something for UNICEF, and he was on set, on set, on set, on a Star Wars film, on set. Not, not really. No. He was on set. He was in. He was in the desert, and that's that, that. All that. All that stuff in the desert. That's that's on. They're in a desert. They're in a desert. Now that is awesome. They're filming. That in is a exactly desert. what we need they are filming in a desert, and um, as he was saying, he was talking with UNICEF, like, hi, we're doing this Force for Change, um, Come on, we should desert. No worries. No, always desert. Um, desert. It, we're doing this, uh, you know, we're doing this charity drive, and you can help out, and you know, if you, you know, it's going to a very good cause, and you might even have the opportunity to be in the new Star Wars film this cameo.
0: <laughs> Great. <laughs> Please tell me there were people dumping their entire life savings into the movie, just for that one I'm cameo. sure
1: there were, but... Oh, as during this little video where he's doing it, a puppet, a, a full blown puppet, and he looked very really cool. He had like kind of had a beard, and he was walking behind him. Takes a look at JJ, kind of shakes his head like, "Oh, this guy," and walks away. And it was a puppet, and I got a little. It, it was really great. And <laughs> was it a puppet or a muppet? It, it wasn't a muppet, but it was a puppet. Muppet puppet. A muppet puppet. Yeah. And so I think we might be if if I, which I'm sure will make a lot of money because there's no way it's not going to make a lot of money, but. Well, it's Star Wars. Yeah, it's going to make money no matter what. But if this is a good film, we might actually finally see a return to practical effects. Hmm. You know, there's an, uh, an interesting way of going about it. Because CGI... Uh, we talk about Jurassic World, and I... What are your thoughts about Jurassic World?
0: <laughs> the only thing that I really know about Jurassic World uh, was, I think, one of the original... Uh, plot summary Wasn't like mean, was that it was going dinosaur to be human, hybrids? human hi- Have dinosaur hybrids you seen hybrids? those
1: concepts are it's terrifying
0: exactly my point because and you know what? I was actually talking about this with uh, someone yesterday that's the that's the interesting thing about it uh, it was originally going to be human dinosaur hybrids but the reason that it would be terrifying is not because of how it would look it was because humans can plan and think and strategize but isn't that what was scary about Jurassic Park to begin with?
1: Yeah, the raptors.
0: Yeah, the raptors, they've learned to communicate with each other. They've learned <laughs> how to hunt and strategize. I'm like, you can't expect animals to really do that by themselves. Unless we're talking about wolves.
1: Yeah, ex- I think wolves complain. Wolves complain, yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> the thing about it. a real velociraptor isn't as intelligent as they make it out to be. It's intelligent. Well, a real, a real velociraptor is a very intelligent, and they're also much smaller. Uh, a real... And in the ground. Yeah, then the ground channels. <laughs> a real
0: Velociraptor, he's dead.
1: A real Velociraptor wasn't as intelligent. It was very inte- it was a very intelligent dinosaur, but it's about the same length of maybe a wolf nowadays. Which hmm. is very intelligent, but not that not like it can't open up a door. Maybe it can, I don't know. Don't are wolves are Velociraptors? <laughs> Jurassic Park I felt I feel it gets a lot of flag and I think that's just changing, particularly for academia. You're not gonna find a lot of scholarly articles written about Jurassic Park. That's changing now. Now yeah. that it's given some age, people are starting to finally realize that film was more than just an action movie. It was saying a lot about our role in nature, the fact you cannot play. Wait, that wasn't immediately apparent the first time we looked at it. I mean, for some, for like, for a lot of, I remember even Brandon. I was talking to him about a Jurassic Park. That's oh, just, just an action movie. There's not much going on there. Really? Yeah, and I was shocked that, by that that leapt out to me the second
0: I saw it. The fact that they were they were talking about they were making them all female. Life finds a way, though.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah, it does. Exactly. And I think, actually, my favorite scene in that movie, not dinosaurs, it's the scene where they're at the dinner and they're all just discussing the issues around Jurassic Park. Do you know what some talk about? Yeah. Goldblum is, you know, it's like, I don't know, you're, you're padding, you're, you're selling it, Jeff, you're ah, 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 you want to sell it. Like, I love that scene. Yeah. Another yeah. scene I love is It was when, very poignant. And I, another scene I love is when Hammond, um, he's eating the ice cream and how he said he wanted to create something real with this place. He's talking about, like, how he had the flea circus, but it was just motorized. hmm And it was an illusion. And the fact of the matter is that he wanted to create this place, but the illusion was that they had control over it. hmm And I think, I'm looking at these new trails, I don't know, and, you know, we could, we usually could. I don't know if we're going to be able to have those same discussions of our role in nature or, you know, the, doing something with the best of intentions. No, mat- no matter how good they might be, the the worst can still happen. Yeah. I don't know if we can have these discussions with this movie because it seems so action-driven. And, like, the scene has seemed kind of... Well, th- I'm I'm actually kind of
0: uh, I'm anticipating something like that to begin with mm-hmm. uh, from this movie. I, w- I want them to have that discussion because... The what, park's open now. Yeah, the park's open. What other What other movie are we going to be able to do that with? I think we attempted to do that with The Day After Tomorrow, and I think that was just like glossed over.
1: Yeah, I mean, were the, there any long term effects from that movie? No, that movie kind of just went and went and gone. Yeah, <sighs> Jurassic no. Park people talk about it to this day, though, like hmm. the issues bracing in it. The, I I think though I heard that there is going to be discussion. And th- if they do this right, I like it. I do say there's way too much CGI in it, and it looks terrible. I think the effects look pretty bad in it. No. from what I've seen. Um, but well, that's,
0: that's the climate that we have to go with with movies yeah. now. Like CGI, it's easy. It, it gets the effect in. And I then... mean, it's
1: not. E- I won't say it's easy because I've done computer animation. It is one of the hardest things you'll ever do. But it is much cheaper, and it's um, it's. The, I think the studios think it's easier. I mean, I'm not gonna listen. I, I, as an animator, I can't like. I mean, I, well, well,
0: okay. Let let's let me let me phrase it to you this way. What would be easier? Uh, getting uh, getting someone to create pictures of human dinosaur hybrids, or getting a functional costume slash robot to do that. No,
1: I agree with you there. Um, but yeah. So I, at I, least
0: at least with the computer animation, you can get it to do what you want. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Otherwise, with costumes, it's like, oh, I can tell it's fake. Exactly, yeah. mm-hmm. But you can kind of tell it's fake with CG, but... Of course you can. <laughs> with Jurassic World... I, I, I gotta tell you, my they, fiance
0: is terrible with
1: that. She's like, that's fake. Of course it is. It's a movie. With CGI, though, there is isn't very interesting thing that Jurassic World, I heard about, they want to discuss, this that they actually want to make it a commentary on CGI in movies. Ooh. In a sense that Jurassic Park is now open. And what was once thrilling, the you know, seeing a T. Rex in front of you, you know, now a kid's on his iPhone. I'll, I'll take the uh, picture, let me just take the picture. Like the thrill factor is gone. Much like how nowadays in movies, there's no more thrill factor. God, that is. And you if know they what? go that route, I want to see this movie.
0: That is, you know what? Yes, and it might just be like a minute detail, but even then, it's like you could conceivably see that happening now. I agree. Uh, I, have you ever been to Universal Studios? Yeah. I have, yes. Uh, have you have you seen have you seen how they have like a in, in the actual theme park itself, uh, like live robotic dinosaur
1: exhibits? I have. I've seen a few of those. Yeah, the, the Triceratops. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah.
0: Did anyone else? Did anyone really seem impressed by that? I don't think so. Yeah, well, but I mean, I,
1: I I think it is kind of impressive. Actually, I I think I think. I don't. I think, think it, it's impressive that they made it. Yes, I agree.
0: I don't think like the the imagination that, that I have sure. like to, to conceive it is like, eh, well, it's there. It's yeah. kind of what you're
1: expecting. I agree, and I actually just saw the Avengers two yesterday.
0: I saw the Avengers like the day after it came out.
1: Did um, what are your thoughts? Because I heard my brother was very. Angry. I loved Ultron. I'm, I loved Ultron too. He he was an incredible I will, villain. I will fully admit I was rolling my eyes during a lot of those Natasha and Hulk scenes. I wasn't buying it. But well, I will say, I don't think... The, some people said the character... Oh, the character's been bastardized. And, uh, which it's, character? It's Black Widow, particularly, has been... I don't agree. I think I think her arc is still primarily the fact she's trying to come to grips with being once a very bad person, now trying to be a good person. And I feel that... You know what I really can't stand for? Well, you know what? Um, before I even get into that, uh, I think...
0: I think that arc was kind of necessary, you know what I mean? Because, like, the, the Hulk... In the first movie, it was like, Bruce Banner overall was like, well, I know this monster is inside of me and I don't really want to bring him out. And then he just kind of like reveals uh, at the end of Avengers 1, he's always been inside of you and you can just like command him because he's always angry. Yeah. So, but you also know he's like a a basically unstoppable force and how do you stop that? You you gotta like get, you gotta get something that the Hulk could like be calmed down by. That was the whole thing with the lullaby.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I thought Ult- James Spader killed it as Ultron. That's what he is going to go down as one of the best comic book villains.
0: I love it, really, I do. He was
1: a very, he was fantastic. Yeah, I felt everything with Stark was interesting. I mean, I was a little confused at first because I saw, I thought he retired, and I guess this is a means for his to keep that retirement in play. Maybe, maybe. I mean, I'm not. Mm. Well, my my gripe with it is that uh, I
0: know I know how Ultron was actually supposed to be made and they're kind of going ass backwards with this movie and that's uh because Hank Pym was supposed to create Ultron. Yeah. Uh, and he's I don't I don't even know if they're going to put him in the third movie. I don't know because uh, they're going to put they're going to bring him out in Ant-Man. Yeah. And any any Marvel movie that they put out from here until the next Avengers movie is going to be fair game for them to throw in. I think that's why I I was half-heartedly expecting Spider-Man to show up. Mhm. But you
1: know, he didn't The one I was thinking Was uh... But he's also A founding Avenger
0: Ant-Man is Yeah I mean he I don't know Comic
1: a- books that well I will say this though I felt um, I do think the films I think the Marvel films Are very good I think I think I know people say Oh there's too much Superhero There's way too much Superhero movies I give a pass for Marvel Because they eventually Made a bad movie um, A terrible movie you know. Which I, one? What? Marvel is yet to make A really terrible film I mm-hmm. mean like Man of Steel is a terrible film <laughs> Yeah, uh, Dark Knight Rises was had I had a lot of gripes with it. Um, I, I, you know what? Now that I think about it,
0: uh, we all loved the Dark Knight. We all loved the Dark Knight Rises, and now that we've given time for it to mature, we uh, it's it's just kind of like revealing on how many flaws there were with it.
1: Oh wait, both of them? You think? Yeah, the whole trilogy. Yeah, because I even even then I wasn't that. Well, I mean, I thought Heath Ledger. Was amazing.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh well, no doubt about that. But I think there was like some uh, there were some storytelling elements. Yeah, I think
1: the there ending was... is still BS. Yeah, Dark of Knight, the is. Dark Knight. We can talk about the Dark Knight. The ending's BS. Um, my friend pointed this out. The Joker invades that party, throws Rachel out the window. Batman catches her, and that's the end of the scene. He's still yeah. at the party.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't mm, I don't I I can't even I can't even with that. Uh, but back to the Avengers. You know what I really can't stand for. Everyone, everyone craps all over
1: Hawkeye. Yeah, I actually... I thought Hawkeye was pretty interesting in this film. I liked it a lot. Yeah.
0: Well, I think they, they crap on him as a superhero. You know what I mean? Like, public opinion is like, Ooh, Hawkeye's the worst. And here I am thinking... Hold on a sec. What, the balls you must have to go into battle with people that can shoot lasers out of their hands, throw a shield, and, like, have super strength, basically be indestructible... And to go into that with a bow and arrow and be, like, multifaceted with that, I think that puts him a league above Black Widow,
1: honestly. Oh, I love Black Widow. Black Widow's my favorite
0: Yeah, no, Black Widow, no one one lumps Hawkeye and Black Widow together as, like, well, who's competing for last as far as, like, coolest superhero. Because Black Widow has a really cool story. But, come on. Come on, a bow and arrow. That's really cool, Yeah, though. I agree. I, I, um, I'm
1: also very happy... Natasha ex-
0: can't make things go boom. Hawkeye can. <laughs> true, true, And true. that is... Uh, that, although, uh, not to give too much away with uh, the Ultron movie, the uh, the fight with all of them, like, defending the pillar, like, uh, I don't know how often you've handled a bow and arrow. I haven't. But that is ridiculously hard to do at close range. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the... Oh, I will say this, though. So, I thought Captain America 2... Yeah, one of the best superheroes ever made, superhero movies ever made. I mean, the, the commentary in the NSA. Oh, more <laughs> please, more of that, please.
0: Yeah, please, 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 please. Oh my God, uh, I wish people cared more about that. I, I want agree. every if there's one move uh, if there's one video that I want everyone to see. I want everyone to see John Oliver interviewing Edward Snowden, because he accurately described what the NSA is doing by using dick pics as an example. <laughs> 'Cause that's what people know. care about. I don't want pe- I don't want the government having pictures of a dick and then Snowden was there saying, oh. They have it.
1: Okay. If you've taken a picture, they have it. I don't think anyone's gonna take it. Yeah. Yeah, well John John Oliver actually. He might be the um okay. Okay. he's starting to come out I mean, Stuart's old and he's kind of um kind of funny but John Oliver though, that's where people love Yep. I mean, Last Minutes Night, I've heard, is possibly the best news program, news program out there right now. There, yeah, yeah. Well,
0: John, uh, 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 John Stewart right now is kind of like on his farewell uh, yeah. circuit. And he's trying to ease people into the new host that's taking over, which it's not going all that well. Yeah. I don't think. I, because you can't,
1: you can't force people to appreciate that. You can't do it. I mean, Larry Wilmore, I think, just does the Daily Show, but later in the day. It's not like Colbert went to a whole yeah. different spiel. The nightly show. The nightly show. Yeah, I, don't, I think I don't think people are taking the Larry Wilmer that that much either. You know what I mean? I don't think so either. But I mean, it's nice just to see Larry Wilmer. Very true. Very. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, I think, but I think the root of the problem is I think people just want
0: more Stephen Colbert and John Stewart. And they're not going to get that
1: I think they had a, Yeah, I think there was a very comfortable um, It was I mean, a comfortable
0: late, night spot Yeah It was
1: And um, Late Night's changing entirely now Letterman just had his last show Yep um, I don't know How do you feel about Fallon and Kimmel? I I mean, I actually I didn't Jimmy mind them Jim- I didn't mind them I was just like indifferent to them Then I saw a very interesting article Written about um, About Jimmy Fallon Saying how he's the prom king of comedy in which we elected this guy, and he just kind of uh, peed all over the, uh, the art form. And I, I, that's a bit extreme. But essentially, <laughs> what he's saying is that, well, this person was saying, I'm tired of seeing celebrity cameos, I'm tired of these stupid pranks, I'm tired of these stupid games, and I'm really tired of these lip syncs. Get us some real, actual comedy. Say something. Yeah. It's just, it's, it, the way he said it, it's just, it, essentially Jimmy Fallon's just fl- fun fluff okay well
0: I, I know I've actually I have friends that have told me uh, they've gone to see Jimmy Kimmel uh, no not Jimmy Jimmy Fallon uh, uh, practicing and rehearsing his stuff and he puts a lot of effort into it uh, but it's not it's not stuff that like interests me you know what I mean it's not it's very safe stuff it's very crowd pleasing stuff but it's nothing that's very you know well thought out.
1: I mean I'm sure Jimmy uh, Jimmy Falsky he seems to be an incredibly nice person. I'm sure he's very nice. I'm sure he like knows everybody's kids names in this crew. Yeah. Um it just I don't think I mean it's not me it's not for me. There's an, I don't think he, is he saying what is he saying with
0: he's not Well, he's there to entertain, which I think which I think is what uh, th- the, his I mean, show is all about.
1: That, yeah, exactly. that's the thing. Like, you it's can't just produce, there to make people you have, can't hate have Fallon, a hate But it's always been, that's always been the case. It's just there to entertain.
0: Yeah. Well, I I think we've gotten used to the the idea of like witty satires. It's like, okay, you're entertained, but there's a message behind this. do yeah. you get it? Uh, but there is one thing that always stuck out with me about Fallon, uh, and it's his tendency to like break and enjoy what he's doing along with the audience. And yeah, I, when I
1: see a comedian, though, I go to see him laugh. Uh,
0: exactly, <laughs> that's that's what I'm getting at. And you know what? Uh, did you see the uh, SNL 40th? Uh... Yeah, I did. Yeah, okay. There, uh, there was, there was a...
1: a funny bit with him, like "With that's when you break."
0: Yeah, exactly. No, uh, Andy that. Sandberg and uh, Adam Sandler just go And here's another one of Fallon. <laughs> yeah. And here's another one with Fallon. I was like, wow, he really broke a lot. And, uh, I remember... That's his shtick, though. Yeah, that's his shtick. Like, he he can't hold his own for the entire act. Yeah. He, he just has to, like... He breaks in between. Like, I th- I think that's why we haven't really seen him, like, acting. We've yeah. seen him entertaining on the show. I don't think we've seen him acting, really.
1: I agree. I mean, and Kimmel, too, I think, you know... I mean, I... Kimmel, Kimmel has just been, like,
0: very vanilla for me. He hasn't really appealed to me at all. And I know there's, like, some... Uh, there's, like, some history with him, with the man show... But I think some people are under the impression that he wasn't... He shouldn't have been the one that should got his own... light. Uh, he should not have been the one to get his late-night
1: spot. Right, I think... The, well, yeah, I mean... And again, I know I know. sometimes you just need a show to, like... I am exhausted. I just want to laugh. And that's where Fallon... And that's where whose Fallon audience is. Yeah. It's the It's the everyday person who's working on 9-to-5 jobs. they got to put the kids to bed. Um, By the time that you realize it, it's 11 o'clock... Right. What's on? Yeah, exactly. And, oh, Jimmy Fallon. Oh, he's on SNL. He's probably funny. And then, like, you have some fun stuff. So, like, you know, you have some, you know, every, you know, fits a place. Like, you need, sometimes you just need some.
0: At least with The Daily Show, it was like, okay, you're having fun with this and you're really laughing and it's very poignant stuff, but you're also learning something about the world. Yeah. Yeah. And we've, we've gotten, we've gotten very content with that. Yeah.
1: And I, I, I think so. And that's why I think a lot of younger people, like, because, you know, the world's our oyster, really. Let's, let's. But when you get older, you know you're exhausted by that point. You know, life's kind of beating you down. I just want to. I just want to laugh, mm. and that's where Fallon is. And unfortunately, it is not good for the art form. It's not. And you know, you could argue, yes, it's making people dumber. And do people know what they want? You know, it's that type of thing. Yeah. And, is that, is, and these are loaded questions. I mean, people are going to be asking the question for the longest time. Oh, mm. oh, oh, oh the longest. Yeah, Um. but I will say this: I love Craig Ferguson from the little I've seen of him. Yeah, I I think he's very good. And want to talk about stand up? I guess. Um. (laughs)
0: Let's talk about stand up because uh, I'm I'm in the camp of I love Louis
1: C.K. Oh, I love I'm watching I'm binging Louis, Louis on Netflix for the last few weeks great. It's great. It's incredible. I love Louie.
0: Because he, he he has, like, the right things to say. Um, did you watch uh, when he uh, hosted SNL recently?
1: No, I didn't.
0: I just put that on with uh, Hulu, and I'm like, wow, I can understand why people were, like, really iffy on this. But he, like, he explained it in a good way, because he, like, he did, he brought up racism. And, like, there, there's, like, a very light kind of racism, but it's not one that... It's not the Avenue Q kind that you would think about, you know. Not the one like everyone's a little bit racist. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, actually, who cares? yeah,
1: let's let's care actually.
0: <laughs> but this one, but this one's just kind of like, oh, well, it's 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 racist in the very technical sense, but it's not like it's not like offensive. It's like uh, one of one of the examples that he brought up was like, oh, you you walk into a pizza shop and you see uh, four black women operating it, and you are like, oh. Not not like, you know, it's going to be a bad product. It's like, oh, you don't see that, you don't expect that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think and you know what? I'm glad that he had the balls to discuss it. I'm glad that he had the balls to actually talk about it because that kind of uh that kind of content will get you crucified under the wrong audience.
1: I agree, yeah. Yeah,
0: that that could have sunk his career. I'm glad it
1: didn't. No, no, I agree. I like it when. Uh, yeah, I, that's one thing about Louis. I think Louis is fun. He's he he's a good balance where he's entertaining enough, but also like kind of he discusses the issues. Yeah, same thing. I mean, Carlin. I don't know if you know George Carlin very well.
0: Oh, I do know George Carlin. Very well.
1: George Carlin, on the other hand, was, I mean, in the earlier days, he kind of I think he played like happened, half, half, but towards the end, it was just him, Rant and Raven, and I love the Rants and Raves. They are incredible. They're like.
0: He didn't have anything to lose at that point. Yeah, I
1: agree. Yeah,
0: he he was under he was he went under the model of I've gotten my following and now I'm going to let it rip.
1: Yeah, and I I love hearing him rip, but you know it does become a bit same thing with Bill Hicks too. It kind of just became a little uh, wow, unhinged. Unhinged, I agree. But I do say I think his last special is really great. The one where he's just yeah I hate kids.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's my favorite. one. Because I, I I mean you could be honest with it, but as long as you like explain it well i think you can get people on board with it
1: but then again i also do like other comedians who don't really have any who i uh, who maybe don't who it's more about like the energy like eddie murphy i love Eddie let's (laughs) let's
0: not with eddie murphy let's not
1: oh i i i love what has he even been
0: up to these days shrek
1: really (laughs) yeah i mean i i mean it's sad but i like eddie murphy um but then again, I think I gets... think
0: he had his time, and now it's now. I mean, well, Raw well. and Delirious
1: are great bits, but um, like great sh- uh, specials. I also, I mean, my favorite comedian is Robin Williams because I think he he balances that. Very true. I, 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 have you ever seen Weapons of Self Destruction? Yes, I have. That is one of my favorite. That might be my favorite stand-up special of all time.
0: You know, you know, it might be an unpopular opinion. I, I don't really care for Jim Gaffigan. I do this thing at work, which I don't. I don't know if I'm like. If anyone from work he- heard this, they might think less of me. But it's like, well, this is this is what I do. You know, I've, have you ever had a friend, or are you one of those people that needs to have like something in the background, uh, either like you can hear it, it's white noise, no, I'm not or you really. can like have something there. Uh, that's what I do at work. <laughs> I, I like listen to very long videos at YouTube. Or lately, it's been I've had like uh, a. YouTube Let's Play just kind of, like,
1: in a corner. Yeah, no, Let's Play, yeah, Let's Play's a big, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I I just kind of, like, have that going, and it's like, well, it keeps me productive because I need to have, like, something going on uh, while I'm working. And one of those things that I do is I just kind of, like, listen to very pirated recordings of Uh stand-ups because that's what I can get on YouTube. And one of them was Jim Gaffigan, and uh, I gotta say, I listened to, like, the entire hour of it,
1: wasn't that impressed? I know some people really. I know some people love Jim Gaffigan. They love when he talks. I mean, I think this is funny. He, to, he does the voice like this, and then you're like, it's like
0: the very gentle voice, or he does like, yeah, we go to yum yum donut, and like, I get it. I, I, I chuckled a little bit, but it just got very tiring. Interesting. I I,
1: I like that. I mean, maybe it was just stretching
0: right. out the material too much. I think much? he's
1: alright. I think maybe he does stretch it a bit, but um. I I, going back to Robin Williams. I think I don't. God, I can't think of anybody better who like just kind of had that balance of having some great satire. I mean, the bit with uh, the bit weapons. We'll stick with weapons self destruction because I think this. The bit with, you know. We're just waking up for all. <laughs> yeah. We're waking up from the drug and like, the last thing I remember was uh, Clinton was in office. We impeached him. Oh, no. Who he... What, for what? A blowjob. Who he blow? Putin? <laughs> like, that's great. Lot, we're talking about the Vatican, you know. Yeah, yeah. Homosexuality is an abomination. Time out. You're the Pope? Yes. Freddy Mercury is stun double. Yes, you've had a, a He, had an, you he to, had an
0: energy that I don't think anyone can. The, yes,
1: and that's why I, I think it's both. The, it's both like some great satirical material, but also some high paced energy impressions. He like, I think if you could look at like this way. Fallon is all that entertainment aspect. He's got some great impressions. He's got a lot of energy. Oh, no real substance. No real it. substance. Carlin, um, Carlin has all substance and. I like to Bash Carlin, uh, but I, I think there's, no. you know, he's a bit more monotone. He's a bit more, you know, a bit more laid back. R- Williams, Robin had them both, and that's why very I true. think that's why that's what I think you need to aim for. That's why personally, that's what I what aim for. Get all that energy going out, but you gotta have something. That not- Chris Rock was describing it, and I love Chris Rock. You get, you know, it's about the joke. Chris jokes. Rock
0: is nothing but energy.
1: Yeah, exactly. And again, like Robin Williams, he has these very hot, very very. Very like kind of advanced social political issues that he's talking about, you know, like he talks about like you know discrimination, segregation. Yeah. He talks about uh, black politics, uh, uh, you know, uh, black feminism, whatnot, yeah. and he breaks them down for his like kind of energetic thing. Yeah, yeah. And he's another one I really, I, I, I and Louis C.K. too. Louis's a little more. I mean, Louis's kind of, Louis's different because. Can, can an, someone
0: explain to me, Kevin Hart? Why do people like Kevin Hart?
1: Oh, I like Kevin Hart. I think it's just. I think it's just because he's a funny. Uh, he just to me. He has funny stories and he's funny about them. Yeah, I don't know. I, like I feel Kevin like Hart. I feel like he's a bit... I feel like I get stressed out just, like, listening to him. Oh, really? I like Kevin Hart. Yeah. I think he's just... I think he's just a... He's, he's, like... He always reminds me of someone else.
0: You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. He always reminds me of that. Not really of himself. Uh, John Oliver, uh, because I've been listening to Last Week Tonight and watching all of his segments, I think he's like, slowly creeping towards the favorite spot on my list. Really? But I gotta say, when he tells a joke on his show that I think he's, like, insisting on or was, like, expecting a big laugh and it falls short, it just feels
1: very awkward. I haven't seen enough John Oliver There,
0: There is definitely, like, one that's... There's one instance that sticks out to me, I think. Uh, Yeah, it was a... He was doing a segment on Sugar... Uh, and I think he was expecting he was doing a Scarface impression. And they were like, "Say hello to my little Jeffy! Say hello. I was like, you see that? See that stone? Uh, that stone-faced uh, expression that you're giving me right now. That I think is what the audience was giving him. Or like they were smiling and like I think he like kept insisting on it, like yeah, for a got big you. laugh.
1: Gotcha. And I'm like, well, oh, that's tough. Just... That is tough. Yeah. I mean, you gotta read. I mean, I, from speaking a little bit in the field, it is kind of, and it's very upsetting when you think a joke's gonna go good and it doesn't. Yeah. And then oh, sometimes, yeah. though, sometimes the thing. I mean, I was in a bit. I mean, we had a sketch in the last show where I played Seinfeld um, and I didn't think I mean, I think my Seinfeld, My Seinfeld's alright It's okay It's not that good though It's okay But actually You gotta That's it, Everybody's laughing I guess I, I guess I got a good Seinfeld What can I say?
0: Oh, speaking of which uh, Seinfeld's going to be on Hulu Plus on June 24th Yes Yes, the full
1: series What's the deal with Hulu? Is there a Hulu Minus? What is going on? Oh my like, god, really? You want a Plus? That makes Jesus. sense to me the, yeah, exactly. I was surprised people laughed, liked it so much.
0: Oh, Speaking of Seinfeld, uh, there's actually one comic that I'm going to have to show you later. Uh, it's it's like, the comic, the writer himself is like, he's big on like ennui and boredom and a little bit of depression. And it's like, uh, George, uh, George is like, I'm tapping out, baby! I'm <laughs> tapping out! Where do you keep your razors? Who has razors anymore? <laughs> Where are the razors? You know, the, 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 these these blades, Jerry, they're scammed. <laughs> these multi-blade things. I'm working for me. And like Kramer comes in, just like, "Whoa, that's not the right blade. What's he doing?" Jimmy? <laughs> God. I'll show it to you later. Uh, but they, they
1: yeah. had the other one was. Um, I love Seinfeld. Have you uh, seen the, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee? Yes, I love yeah, that show. I love, love that show. I love that show. I love it too. I'm I, glad one, that he's doing that. The one that I, the one I, uh, I guess we could, the one I also, if, and we were talking a little bit about John Oliver. Um, the one British guy I love. Uh, Ricky Gervais, wrong uh, I know Ricky didn't come up in stand-up though. I know this is kind of like a thing he does Yeah But I, I like it a lot I, I, Rick, There's something I, about I, Ricky Gervais that I really I mean, I'm not I a, think I prefer Ricky more
0: uh, in roles that he plays As well as like his show I'm not a big fan of him on stand-up
1: Really, because it's the opposite of me I'm not a big fan of the UK I mean, I, as you know, I love the I love the US office I'm not a big fan of the UK office I've seen enough to, I've seen enough to say like Okay, it's not for me um, I, I, I want to see I do love Life's Too Short Hmm. Um, I I think he's very funny in that Um, With I actually like his stand-up quite a lot I think there's something I think he also I think he plays Ego The best I've seen anybody else do it
0: Yeah well he owns that He owns that And I think the the stand-up is where that shines a lot And I think it's like too much for me Okay Because I'm already familiar with when he like Antagonizes people on Twitter Right, <laughs> yeah, and it's funny overall, but like I don't think I want to like tune in for an hour of that.
1: Yeah, yeah I I kind of I, I I think he has some great jokes though. Um, that's the thing with me, and I think he's progressive. Again, I need someone who is progressive enough that I that they are saying something smart. He does say smart stuff. Um, yeah. I also yeah, he does he does. And the another one I like is uh he hasn't done anything in a while, but Gilbert Godfrey, <laughs> he's a riot. I saw I, him live. He was I have great. to
0: introduce you to my friend. Who does Gilbert Gottfried reading Fifty Shades of Grey perfectly?
1: Uh, Mike Taurus! <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: But he did. But he does it like on the nose. Oh, great. I don't want I don't want to scream
1: that word when your family's around. But uh, yeah, that's fine. The um, we all
0: know what Anatomy is. Please. Oh, well, you, if you know what it is,
1: <laughs> Uh <laughs> yeah, see, you know, yeah. Gilbert is great. I, I gotta work on the my one. Voice the stuff, one so. though. The one that I was surprised. At, you got. You know, Andrew Dice Clay is.
0: Uh I'm not entirely familiar with the name. Maybe Andrew
1: would- Dice Clay was this big com- a huge comedian in the eighties. He did this kind of tough guy persona, hey, okay, bada yeah, boom, no, bada, no, bada bing. Me. Does that. And he's kinda like a regard as like one of the great eighties comics. I'm watching his stand up and not only and like not only the comments hate him too, the audience is losing their they're saying the jokes with him. It's yeah. one of the weird. He does these. He does this bit where he's like doing these n- n- dirty nursery rhymes with like a you know like hickory dickory duck. Suck my. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like they're saying it with him and they're losing their minds. You're like, <sighs> they're shaking their fists. Yeah, the that's when like, you become a rock star. Not not so much a comedian. Yeah, I mean? and I'm watching. It's like that's, that's uh, not that funny. And to be honest, that's not even that funny. And it's, it's like why like, it's why I like. Why are they talking with if, him? Yeah, they know the joke, so. What? (laughs) What? Yeah.
0: Uh, Yeah. That's that's why when I was like uh, in my teens, I loved Stephen Lynch. He was a musical comedian, but that's when I saw him do his stuff live. It's like, oh well, I already know the songs. There's nothing else for me to do here. Yeah. There's no uh, there's no real way for me to enjoy him live if I already know his stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah.
1: Well, that's, a, that's an interesting bit you bring up because uh, there's a gr- – I really suggest watching this. Um, there's a great HBO special, a special with – HBO Seinf- special, yeah. Yeah, Talking Funny. It's with Seinfeld, Gervais, <clears throat> Louis C.K., and Chris Rock, and they're talking – Yes, I'm aware of that. Yeah, it's there we go. It's a great special, and they talk about that uh, aspect. If you're going to see a comedian live, do you want to see the greatest hits or do you want to see the new stuff?
0: Always the new stuff.
1: Interesting, because uh, Seinfeld, on the other side, like, no, you want to see the the stuff you know. You, you want to see the stuff that you know works. And then they kind of the consensus made is kind of like more. It's, it's half and half. Mm. And like Chris Rock saying, I, I depend what's, it depends on what mood he's in. Because yeah. you know, some days he wants to hear the best of Prince. He wants to hear what Prince got up.
0: Yeah, but then if if that's the case, then why don't you just pop on a DVD a DVD at home?
1: Yeah, yeah, it... and that's another thing. That, I mean I I know that I would always try to do a new set when I work, when I did stuff at Emerson. Um I would always always try to do a new set.
0: Yeah, um, when I when I when I performed songs uh for open mic nights at school is like I always tried to do a different song, you know what I mean? And yeah. they were I mean they were all covers, but if you didn't I mean, know them. Then, there was a yeah. big
1: issue with uh with some of the Emerson comedians and they're Emerson really was a great school for comedians. I mean, we have a comedy minor, which is a little BSVX, maybe. Yes. <laughs> comedy minor. Okay, well, uh, you majored in uh, writing and literature? Oh, oh, comedy minor. Make me laugh. Uh, oh, there we go. Uh, 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 comedy's kind of off the cuff. Make me laugh.
0: Make me laugh and you don't get the jam. Exactly. Don't get You Don't get, jab. You don't get the jab.
1: Um But it really was a great school for There were a lot of really talented comedians at Emerson. Um, the issues that so many of them did the same. If you were a regular and you did the, the open mics quite a lot, and there were about like I'd say like five to five to six old mics a semester, like twice a month usually, there was a lot. You go, you hear the same jokes over and over again. Like, oh my god, get some new stuff, please. And they would, and I understand that you, it's a, it it is kind of an, an environment for like learning, so you want to refine the jokes to be the best as they can be. But after a point, like I remember seeing this one kid three times in a row at the same set. I, I, and then by the third, like okay, I've heard it. I can't. I can't do this anymore. And that's that's and that's an, that's another problem. Just like, and I agree with that. That you comedians are,
0: get new stuff. Yeah, exactly. Let us laugh at new stuff. That's your takeaway on this.
1: Yeah, precisely. And um, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, but there's a stand-up really is weird, and um, it's it's something I I don't know it's a, it's a very it's I feel it's um. It's just a great. It, it's truly really one of the best. And just, uh, I, I I would love to pursue it. With that said, though, um, it is very guy dominated. Let's be honest. Yeah, well, well, yeah. are there any girl comedians you like? Because I will I, be honest. I would
0: be if I if I knew any. I would just be. I, I
1: do know of some, but there's um, so little. Unfortunately, it's kind of hard. Yeah. Well,
0: because I, I think I think the ones that I think the ones that I've seen, the ones that uh, uh, maybe like on Comedy Central presents. They have definitely. I, I think they've kept it to like you know you know what I'm saying, women.
1: Yeah, no. no like jokes. I don't. I'm not a big fan of Silverman Sarah Silverman because of that. Um, I like I, I you know what I'm not a big fan of Silver Sarah Silverman. Just I, I know
0: people like her, but I think she's like okay. Well, I know her from the Sarah Silverman show. Yeah, and it was it was. I like uh, Tig very... though. Huh? Tig Notaro though is great. Oh yeah, yeah, she's fine. But uh, Sarah Silverman was like it, it was just like very immature, and I'm like okay, well some people like that, some people don't. Uh, yeah,
1: it it's just, she never really struck a chord with me. I mean, I think the thing with Sarah is that sometimes she says these uh, vulgar things, but is there a point to them, though? Yeah. That's why That's why I think vulgarity is important. Like, are, we, are
0: we putting her in the Jimmy Fallon camp?
1: I don't know about that,
0: but, um, you know. <laughs> she, she says things that are funny, but is there a point?
1: Yeah, ex- well, no, but, Jimmy, like, you know, it, it's fine to say these kind of, you know, when you do say, when you do, do a joke that, you know, I think nowadays when you're doing a joke that might be... ...deemed racist or offensive or, uh, you know, anti-Semitic or whatever, there needs to be some underlying, like, message that you have with that. What are you trying to say about the condition, or are you trying to bring a point to that? Like, that's why I think, um...
0: Oh, yeah, that's uh, that was another thing with Louis C.K. on the That's why SNL I think opening. Louis
1: works. Louis does say these jokes that could be deemed racist, but the angle that he takes on them...
0: I think he's, he basically said, like, okay, well, Israel and Palestine, it's not a new thing. They've been fighting forever. Yeah. Like, you know, no one cares.
1: I don't
0: know about that. No, I think I think I think that was like the point of it. I'm like, you know what? He's actually kinda right. I don't think anyone's really gonna solve it. Yeah,
1: well yeah. <laughs>
0: I, th- I think lately Obama's even said there's there's no deal in sight.
1: Yeah. Obama. Yeah. I what? don't know. You know what? I i <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's that's a that's a low that's one I, I even like plead the fifth when that when that like was going down this summer. Like, listen, I don't know enough to talk about it. Like, I said, public and Facebook listening you know, a lot. That's very it.
0: true. I don't. There's a, so many. There's so few people. So many people that would say oh, I have an opinion about it, but so so few that can say I know everything about it, and I can make an informed decision about this.
1: I know. And like one person's like, "Well, like this is not the moral correct thing to do. This can be learned by reading. Ah, uh, depends what you, what you're reading and how much and how yeah. much free time. And do you have like a, maybe a month to spare." Yeah, exactly. are gonna get
0: it's it's, a, it's like a full time job to be like to, very to be
1: to be informed about it. Yeah, yeah. And it's not only that, but I also uh, my issue is that I am a white American Catholic. The last thing these people need to hear right now is my opinion. Very I, true. Yeah, you, know, you need to. Under, I mean, I understand. Like, you know, is it morally right to say to play the fifth when it doesn't concern you? Because you, just, you know, there's a whole like if you are silent, you're on the side of the oppressor. But then again, it's.
0: Well, that, that depends on who you're talking with.
1: Yeah. Are you, you know.
0: I think that's the major takeaway we can say on this. It depends. Yeah, exactly. Depends on the audience, depends on the person.
1: And that's it, yeah. Ricky, thanks for coming oh,
0: on the show. Oh, thank you so much, Dean. Good thank you very stuff. I
1: appreciate this very much. All right. Yeah, if you are me back on, I'll gladly come.
0: All right, then. Uh, well, see you all when we see you all. Good stuff. Bye.